You're listening to Portfolio Builders, a wealth cap holdings podcast about long-term wealth building and financial independence. Here are your hosts, Chris Evans and Taylor Welch. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Portfolio Builders podcast here with your host, Chris Evans and Taylor Welch. Taylor Welch. Very good, what man. What is up? What is up? Very good. I'm glad to see that you're not sick like all of our other people in Nashville. So if I showed you the camera, you'd see the snow is covering and canvassing Seriously? the ground here in Nashville. Yeah, it's, it's, it snowed last night. There's snow everywhere. Wow. Can't really see it still. No. Hey, this week, this one we're talking about uh, just a big risk, number three, which is cash flow. People who sacrifice cash flow for, so there's four buckets of income that you can really count on real estate, right? There's the cash on cash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's the appreciation. There's the debt pay down and depreciation. Those are the four buckets. What I see, what you see is oftentimes all these turnkey companies out there, they're saying, hey, hey, look, look, I got this house and and the cash flow sucks. But but look, let's average in the debt pay down. Let's average in the appreciation. Let's mm-hmm. average in the, the depreciation. And they end up putting lipstick on a pig and mm. getting you to buy it. You like that? Yeah. You like that? Let's take us back, dude. Rewind the clock. You come from the mortgage world to 2008. What was the difference between people who invested for cash flow versus people who invested for all of the other buckets? What happens? How did the banks call back loans? And in your minds, why are we stacked almost exclusively towards cash flow? Well, it was, yeah, it was an absolute bloodbath. Bloodbath. People, uh, they weren't in a healthy position cash wise and they lost everything many of them not only did they lose their wealth their portfolios their assets but um, unfortunately a lot of families split up because of it because just the bad decision making and that's why we're so heavy on on stacking cash you know it's yeah. it's, it's creating a fortress for ourselves moats so <clears throat> moats can we break that down into what that actually means for us and how that actually looks? Yeah. Um, we talked in a previous episode about what our standards are for rent to purchase price. And then we talked about the equity in the deal. And then in this one, it's less about investing for appreciation. That's not necessarily what we're talking about. And it's more about what you do with the cash flow. And one of the policies that we have for our portfolio is we don't touch the cash flow for the first year. Somebody asked in uh, the free Facebook group, which, by the way, we should plug that every once in a while. Hmm. Um, it's a great idea. group. People ask questions. We do a lot of training. We don't charge for real estate coaching. We just do this for fun. But somebody's asking, how how quickly can you use the cash flow from a property to leverage out to get another property? And we have a different view on this because we build real businesses. Mm-hmm. We're not like dabble in Bitcoin, buy some Tesla, maybe some real estate, like we're looking at the next 30, 40 years. So one of the principles we use, and I'll give you a few of them, is we don't touch the cash flow from properties for a year. Mm. We leave them stacked up in a bank because we want to build up six to 12 months of mortgage payments on each deal that we leverage. Part of the problem, here's the thing, part of the problem in 2008 is people were signing 15-year AMs, 10-year They did not care. They were just assuming that the market was always going to go up. They sacrificed cash flow. And then they spent all that money or they double leveraged or triple leveraged. 
And what happened is when the when the market started crashing, and by the way, I don't foresee it crashing the same way it did in 08, but you know, it it could correct any time. They did not have the reserves to make it's like, you know, we're never gonna miss a payment, we're not gonna miss a note, and be able to even barter with the banks because they missed payments, banks were calling back loans. And for us, we do everything from a cash flow standpoint. Yeah. So we push our loans out as long as we can. We try anything we can do to make sure that which means the, cash the lowest flow obligation, have. lowest Not obligations free. per month. Yep, because safety now is better than potential upside later, mm-hmm. and that's just a policy that we have. So our banking relationships are so healthy because yep. they can see our accounts. We're like, man, these guys have, you know, four or five months of mortgage payments for all their properties in an account we can look at. And even if the market did crash, they're not going to call our loans back because we're guaranteed payday, baby. Yep. Like we're never going to miss a note. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it just actually gives us a lot more buying power because we're such a strong buyer. Um, and that's what banks look at, man. They look at your liabilities, your assets, you know, how much cash you have coming in, going out. And uh, so it gives us a lot more strength as well um, to walk into a bank and show them those numbers and, they get pretty excited, right? Because those dudes answer to other dudes and dudettes, right? Who are reviewing these things. And so understanding the banks and how they operate, um, they are looking for good investments. And so you want to be a good investment for the bank. The better an, inv- an investment you are, the more they're going to give, going to give you money. And so that's the key for us. Thousand percent, bro. Yep. yep. Thousand percent. So this is uh, something to watch out for. And the, the beauty of a company like WealthCap is we'll advise you on all of these things. When you find, you know, when the philosophy is good, the ground is good, the bones are good, the structure is good, you know, you want to you wanna team up with those people. Yeah. Because not only are we able to find good deals, but philosophically, we're able to advise and consult you in the pathway of longevity. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a new book, bro. Like the paths, that. the waters of longevity are never ending. Uh, anyways. You going to start doing yoga retreats now? Hot yoga? It sounds like yeah. what you're talking about. So cash flow is key. Stacking that King. cash. Yes, not touching it. Stacking it, yeah. Let it sit. Even on a house, it's like, man, th- this house has a three. Man, we... We come from property management. Like you can have a three-year lease and think that everything's going to be fine for three years, but that tenant can leave. And so there is nothing for us that there's nothing that substitutes having really good, healthy reserves and making sure that when you invest in a property, you yeah. actually bring safety to that investment through your reserves. So the question might be, well, well, how do I actually actually borrow, you know, if that cash is tied up? What do I do in that in that case? And what, what would you, you, you know, like instead of instead of taking that money and putting it into a new deal, how can someone actually leverage that cash and those assets? Well, it sounds like you already have the answer to that. So I'm going <laughs> to let you roll with it. Yeah. Um, well, lines of credit. You know, money is so cheap. Historically, it's so cheap right now. Um, and so banks will allow you to pull lines of credit or maybe collateralize that money. And as you, as the manager, you're you're the protector of it. And seeing that you have that, you can borrow against it in all kinds of different ways. Yep. And so you can still leverage that the assets that you have, you know, and the cash that you're stacking 
in a good way by using other people's money. And it's arbitrage, right? If you're getting a rate that's 4%, 5%, even 6%, and you're making double, triple, quadruple that, that's a pretty good deal. You're still at a good position because you have a lot of cash. So a lot of options, yeah. and it's just smart. Just smart. What else do you have, man? 100%. Uh, nothing, dude. We're going to get into a few episodes from now, how to protect your downside with different types of investments. But I say we just move on to the next big risk in the next episode. See you guys. Thanks for listening. Discover how you can start building wealth with real estate, even without experience, in our free book, Why Real Estate and How to Get Started, by visiting wealthcapholdings.com book. That's wealthcapholdings.com book.